From COK Studios in Renee Montaigne's laundry room, this is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. On today's show, we'll consider the origins of Columbus Day in our continuing American history series, Consider Ourselves. We'll also consider a new installment of our interview series, Considerations, where NPR's Terry Gross will interview actor Tom Hanks. And we'll consider what my ATM code is. Stay with us. Support for Consider Our Knowledge comes from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting and listeners like you. Yes, you. You there in the hat. I see you. Don't look away. I'm watching you. From COK News in Washington, I'm Cordell Nutbrock with these headlines. Senate leaders Harry Reid and Mitch McConnell are reporting that progress is being made in the government shutdown and debt ceiling talks. While there are still details to be hammered out, it is clear that both sides are eager to get this crisis behind them so that they can plan for the next governmental catastrophe. Israeli military officials announced Sunday that they have discovered an underground tunnel that leads from the Hamas-controlled Gaza Strip into Israel. They say the tunnel could have been used for an attack against Israelis. Upon further investigation, it appears that the tunnel actually leads to a magical land called Narnia. A half-man, half-goat person was found in the tunnel and Israelis are questioning him for information on Hamas. And Miley Cyrus continues to get public accolades for her Nobel Peace Prize. President Obama openly praised Miss Cyrus for her work and wore a belly shirt to meeting with House Republicans as a sign of support. I'm Cordell Nutbrock, COK News in Washington. This is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. Columbus Day was on Monday, one of the more enigmatic holidays on the calendar. It seems a little odd for our country to celebrate a man who never even set foot in North America, and yet every October, mail doesn't get delivered, and stores have big one-day sales in the name of Christopher Columbus. Here with some insight on why we celebrate Columbus Day is Dinah Jones-Mallow in another installment of our American History series, consider ourselves. In the year 1492, Columbus sailed the ocean blue. Since then, there have been thousands of parades, speeches, and statues commemorating Columbus, along with some serious reassessments of his life and legacy. So how did a Genoese explorer get a federal holiday in his name? I asked Columbus scholar Simon Jenkins how it all came about. Columbus was barely known to Americans until the mid-18th century. It was after Washington Irving's A History of the Life and Voyages of Christopher Columbus was published in 1828 that he became this sort of explorer hero. Irving's book is the source of much of the glorification and myth-making related to Columbus today and is considered highly fictionalized. For example, in Irving's book, Columbus is described as a 10-foot-tall beast man who crushed his enemy's skulls with his bare hands, and was a tender yet powerful lover who never left his companions wanting because of his animal-like sexual prowess. Irving portrayed him as a kind of a benevolent explorer who was nice to the native peoples, and that's pretty much how he was. Those Indians loved him. He was the greatest person they had ever met. Oh, that can't be right. 
What about all the evidence that shows that he enslaved those native people and had an obsession with finding and taking all of their gold? Nah, that's hearsay and conjecture at best. Columbus was the man. Without him, those people would have never had the structure and order to accomplish anything. Slavery gave them structure. Columbus brought order to chaos. Okay, what about the fact that we really only celebrate Columbus Day because Italian immigrants used him as an example of a great Italian as a way to combat rampant cultural discrimination in the late 19th century? We celebrate Columbus Day because of the Italians, yes, but it is because they built the cyborg we call Christopher Columbus in the year 2136 and sent him back in time to 1492 to discover America. It's all there in the history books, Ms. Mallow. Cyborg? Yeah. All the great explorers are cybernetic beings from the future. Amerigo Vespucci, Marco Polo, even Lewis and Clark. No humans have such a finely tuned sense of direction. Even though Washington Irving wrote his book before we all knew of the details of Columbus's origin, he was right on track. How so? His superior lovemaking skills. It's simple. No human could have such a stellar reputation in the sack, eh, except maybe Wilt Chamberlain. We didn't get the kind of answers we thought we would from Mr. Jenkins, but we did get to see behind one of the more confusing holidays on the calendar. For Consider Ourselves, I'm Dinah Jones-Mallow. Thanks for that report, Dinah. Simon Jenkins' new book, Christopher Columbus, Explorer, Lover, Cyborg, is now in bookstores. Now we turn to our interview series, Considerations. Today, our good friend and host of Fresh Air, Terry Gross, will sit down with Oscar-winning actor Tom Hanks, who stars in the new film, Captain Phillips. This is Considerations. I'm Terry Gross. Today we have with us Oscar-winning actor Tom Hanks. Mr. Hanks has starred in the films Big, Forrest Gump, Apollo 13, and Castaway. His new film, Captain Phillips, is in theaters now. Tom Hanks, welcome. Thanks for having me. I'd like to start with a clip from your new film, Captain Phillips, if I may. Sure. In the clip, your character, Captain Phillips, and his crew are attacked by a group of Somali pirates. They are approaching your ship in a small boat. The pirates shoot machine guns at your ship, narrowly missing you and some of your crew. Then you give the order to turn on the fire hoses, which will theoretically keep the pirates from boarding. The pirates then change course and try to come along the side of the ship, and they still continue to fire their guns at you and your crew. While your character, Captain Phillips, then fires a flare at the pirates while they take aim at you. Here's a clip from Captain Phillips starring Tom Hanks in the title role. was powerful. This film, Captain Phillips, is based on a true story. Is that right? That's right. If you're just joining us, my guest is Oscar winner Tom Hanks. He has starred in such films as Joe vs. the Volcano and You've Got Mail and the popular television series Bosom Buddies. His new film is Captain Phillips. 
one film of yours that I think gets overlooked is A League of Their Own. You play drunken baseball manager Jimmy Dugan, who is in charge of the Rockford Peaches. Yes. We have a clip that I'd like to play. In it, your character, Jimmy Dugan, stops a player named Evelyn on her way in from the field. You question her about why she made a particular play, and then you berate her for allowing the opposite team to take the lead. You go on to say, in very humorous fashion, to use her head, which is a lump, three feet above her ass. She then begins to cry, and you ask her if she's crying. Then you tell her that there is no crying in baseball. Rosie O'Donnell's character, Doris, then tells you to ease up, and you tell her to zip it. It's a very hilarious scene. We'll have to listen to my guest, Tom Hanks, as Jimmy Dugan in A League of Their Own. Say, hey, Evelyn, can I ask you a question? You got a moment? Mm-hmm. Which team do you play for? Well, I- I'm a peach. Well, I was just wondering, because I couldn't figure out why you would throw home when we've got a two-run lead. You let the tying run get on second, and we lost the lead because of you. Now you start using your head. That's that love that's three feet above your ass. <laughs> Are you crying? No. Are you crying? Are you crying? There's no crying. There's no crying in baseball. Why don't you leave her alone, Jimmy? Oh, you zip it, Doris. That is just delightful. Yeah, it was a fun movie. I would like to ask you finally about your role in A League of Their Own. Penny Marshall, who directed you in Big, also directed A League of Their Own. She said in an interview that you asked for the part of Jimmy Dugan. That's right, I did. Here's a clip of Penny Marshall saying how you asked her for the part in A League of Their Own. She says it's because you hadn't been in a hit since Big and you didn't give her enough credit for your success in that film. And she goes on to say that you wanted to be in a movie that people would be happy to see you when you came on the screen. Let's hear director Penny Marshall talking about my guest, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks actually asked for the part because he had had not such hits since Big. So he said, I'm sorry I didn't give you enough credit. I need this part because I don't want to be a star of a movie. I want to be in a movie that you're happy to see me when I come on the screen. Tom Hanks. Thank you for coming by. That's it? My guest has been actor and diabetic Tom Hanks, star of such films as The Burbs, The Money Pit, and Dragnet. I'm Terry Gross for Considerations. That's all for this edition of Consider Our Knowledge. If you want more Consider Our Knowledge before our next episode, check out our website, considerourknowledge.com. You can follow us on Facebook And you can subscribe to the podcast at both iTunes and on Stitcher Radio at Stitcher.com. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Connor Bentley.